Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to give you a bit of a state of the nation on what's happening in real estate in the GTA. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Yeah, Welcome back. It's been a couple weeks, I guess, or a week since the Trub stats came out for the month of May, and we're seeing all kinds of news media about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we thought it would be worthwhile just chatting about that today and what we think is going on and really, I guess, how you can prepare for the future and what you can do to kind of protect yourself from both the media and from, uh, you know, potential interest rates or getting yourself into financial trouble or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it's such a change from what we've been used to for the last, you know, umpteen years. And it's so much in the media that uh, this, um, you know, overall inflation and interest rates is what everybody is thinking about and talking about. But the pr- predominant part of that conversation is um, impact on home prices. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. everybody, we know that um, out there, everybody who listens to us is thinking about this. We just know it. And I would say, you know, most people out there have some concerns uh, concerns about it stemmed largely from uncertainty mm-hmm. and uh, so I think it's you know we have to talk about it uh, you know I, I preface our conversation by saying that I don't think anybody knows no. what's going to happen um, and more importantly nobody knows the impact of what is likely to happen yeah so we have to you know take all the information we read in the media even take what Janelle and I say you know with a grain of salt in that you know we're going through this as newbies largely, just like you are, mm-hmm. but we definitely read a lot about it and we see, um, we can report on what we see about it and what our experience in the past suggests to us about the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, really well said. That's, you know, to- makes total sense, I think. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to, I think, rationalize all the things that you're he- hearing and there's also a lot of competing messages out right. there yeah. you know the market isn't a uniform message no yeah. there really isn't i mean um amongst the experts some people are saying the markets real estate market will fall it will fall 50 percent. it will fall 10 percent. and you've got others saying we're still going to be up you know year over year uh as we stand here today we are still up year over year so that's important to note um we are still right now up about nine and a half percent in terms of price over last year across the board right where we're seeing the drop and i want to make this really clear to people number one you're seeing a drop in sales volume this is confusing to people because they read you know price or homes are down 33 percent. right so they don't know what that means they don't know that they think that means price but it just means you volume. would jump to that conclusion you know mm-hmm. and volume is number it's yes. the number of sales number of sales so, so we look at you know when we're analyzing this data every month we look at the 
um, amount of new inventory and one of how houses that are going on the market, new listings. We look at how many sales and then we look at price generally year over year. It's kind of the things that we, we do to analyze. We've got, you know, an increase in inventory and a decrease in sales. And this time we also have a decrease in price. In the past, we've had often an increase in uh, inventory or I mean, a decrease in inventory and a decrease in sales. And of course, the prices go through the roof. So this is the first time we're just seeing that switch a little bit where we've got a lot more product on the market. We're still not officially at a balanced market yet, but probably heading that way. But what we are seeing is a drop in price from the peak, peak, peak of February of 2022. So prices have been coming down since then. And that's where it's starting to get really confusing to people. Mm -hmm. Are they going to keep dropping? Or, you know, should they buy now? Should they wait until the bottom? We just don't, we don't have those answers, mm -hmm. right? So year over year, prices are increasing. Month over month, the last couple of months, they've been dropping. Yeah. So, you know, I always prefer to look at year over year mm -hmm. because there are so many factors that can affect on a month-to-month -month basis. And, you know, if I'm off track here and anything, just tell me, Janelle. But generally, like, you own your home. You bought it whenever you bought it. I don't really understand why the month-to-month -month differences, fluctuations, matter. I think, Unless you have to sell. Right. And I think in this case, it's because we're seeing a trend. Right. And, and if it continues like this, obviously, the year-over-year -year will decline mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's... So do you sit on that? You talked about people have different views on that. Do you think that, the, that year over year we're going to start to see a decline? I do, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm not sure I do. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope you're right and I'm yeah. wrong. I'm not sure that I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think just that the trend that we're going, uh, I think we're probably headed that way. However, having said that, last year, like 2021 was outrageous, Yeah. right? 2021, we were seeing an average of 30% increases. I and mean, when we had regions like Durham and some areas in Simcoe region where we were seeing 45, 50% increases. I mean, that's not sustainable. So I suspect that those crazy increases will be the first areas that well, I, are- That I agree. And, and I, I think that will pull the yeah. whole market down. Yeah, I mean, there is that. I do think there will be some parts of the city or the GTA that will experience that. And I think that Durham is probably number one because, yeah. you know, what has- Went up too fast. It's just, yeah, if you eliminate what's happened since COVID, I mean, that was just wonky. Yeah. And we're, they're probably where they should have been in a real world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't real. No, it wasn't mm -hmm. real. So, I mean, I do suspect, and again, just my opinion, uh, if we do see declines year over year, um, I think, you know, it, we may be back to an, what prices were like in 2020 or 2021 at the beginning. Yeah, I read that somewhere. I think um, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that we're probably going to be on track with where we would have been if COVID hadn't happened. Right. So COVID was a blip. Right. You know, in everybody's lives in every regard, including what happened in the real estate market. Right. I mean, at the beginning, we were just um, dumbfounded because who would have thought right. a global pandemic would have caused real estate craziness? Um, and then we just kind of, 
it just kept happening. Yes. And we just kind of lulled into, like, laughing about it every month. Right. Not laughing about it, but incredulous almost. Yeah. But if you remove the period of COVID, I think we're on track with with uh, where we would have been anyway, which is sustainable growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't see a concerning drop. I mean, I read somewhere that um, after every, and correct me if I'm wrong if you've read Countering Information, but after every you know, blip or interest rate, a significant change kind of thing, there has never been a drop. It's well, never happened yet, yeah, year over year. Right. So why would it happen now? I think just because we're heading that way. The trend yeah. is heading that way, right? Um, so there are a good, you know, we've talked about this in our last uh, May stats, but if we're looking at, so I'm looking at this little chart right now, mm-hmm. um, which is showing that since February, we've seen... You know, this shows you where all the declines have been. So in all the regions, all throughout the GTA, there's only two regions that have increased, and that's Toronto West and Toronto Centre. Right. Every other region has seen a decline since February. Now, these are relatively dramatic in some areas, right? It it brings me back to what we were talking about going through those months. Like, we saw, Uh like, an absolute halt, like, the second week of March, I think. And, like, we just couldn't. It just stopped. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you look at an area like Oshawa where we've seen a 23% decrease in price since February. Or an area like um, King City, 36% decrease. Mm-hmm. So at the best, we're looking at, you know, some minor increases, maybe 5 6% decreases, I'm sorry. But in most cases, we're seeing relatively significant loss since February. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my instinct tells me that's probably going to continue for the next couple months. And then we'll be maybe flat or decreased from where we were. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to last that long. But, no. mm-hmm. uh, but I guess, you know, our point today is to kind of help you get prepared for what might be coming. Right. What you should be doing about it. How you should be attacking that. Um, I did read an article today that said that one in four people said that if interest rates go up any further, they'll have to sell their home. Um, so that's a concern, and I wonder how you've gotten yourself in that position, because we all knew at some point interest rates would go up. So whether that's, you know, your responsibility or your lenders, you know, there's got to be some common sense going there. So I think the number one thing I would say to people is now or any time, you know, be very conservative about how much you borrow. Mm-hmm. Um, because even now, if you think that you are, you know, there's some great great deals out there still for interest rates. They're still really, really, really low. Mm-hmm. But if you lock in now at whatever the rate is, you know, 4.5% or whatever it is for the next five years, you know, that could go up to 7 or 8%. And you need to make sure you can afford that. And the banks should be protecting you with those stress tests. But... Perhaps they haven't been, so, yeah, you know. Or those, those one in four are people who bought before those stress tests. But Maybe. they would have had higher rates if they bought much before that. Yeah. And I, you know, we have to put, too, our interest rates into perspective. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about interest rate, we're talking about increase, rate increases, uh, announcements over the last several months, and we think there's going to be more. There's definitely going to be more coming up. I think the next one's scheduled for July, isn't it? I think so. Um, but and so that is of concern. But it's of concern because we've been lulled to almost like no interest rate. That's right. Like so, yeah. I mean, put it in perspective, people. Like the yeah. interest is 
This but, is life. Right. This <laughs> is life. But again, yeah. if you can't make your payment, it doesn't matter what it is. No. But how did you get to that position? Is right. The question. How did your lender let that happen? Right. Um, but and I, I understand if you've lost jobs or things yeah. like that. But for a lot but of people, general, the, just... the household debt in Canada is is crazy, uh-huh. and uh-huh. so we uh-huh. know that. Um, yeah. Now, we've got, you know, the inflation problem happening at the same time right. here. You know, we've got a bit of a perfect storm with groceries, gas prices gas and, and houses. Groceries. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's, so that's I get it. It's hard to, it's sort of hard to rationalize. But yeah, I think the number one advice we'd have for everyone is just be conservative for the next couple of years. I think this is not the time to go out and maybe buy, you know, the biggest, most expensive home you can afford. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe not now, you know, maybe wait it out a couple of years and buy something a little bit more conservative and then upgrade later. Right now, the flip side of that is you might get a better, bit better deal on something right now, but you have to make sure you can afford that if everything goes. Yeah. I mean, we've been counseling conservative, uh, financial fiscal conservatism ever since we've been in this business. Mm -hmm. You know, just because the bank says you can have X amount of money doesn't mean you should Uh take it. uh Um, Now more than ever. Now more than ever, Mm -hmm. I think, heed that advice for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, there's lots of maybe opportunities coming up there in the next couple of months, too, for good deals on homes. So that might be, uh, you know, it... I would take advantage of that, too. Well, there are definitely, you know, the big winners are the people who can take advantage yeah. in the tough times. Yeah. And, I, and in general, on that point, I would say, um, you know, it's impossible um, to time the market. Yeah. And you're only going to know that you're getting the best possible deal possible when it's on the way up. Right. And, you know, so don't, I think, succumb to that kind of thinking. Yes. Um, if you're, you know, well prepared financially, and then I think there could be no better time to buy them now. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it's like a, you really have to mix it all up yeah. and yeah. make sure you're making the right decision yeah. for you. Yeah, and you know, I have people say, "Well, I think it's prices are going to drop even further." Well, you'll only know that when right. they haven't. When they haven't. So yeah, and know. that and fair enough. I I'm not opposed to that line of thinking, yeah. kind of given where we're at right now. Right. Um, well, but I just def- keep yeah. in mind, like every month we get stats. So every month you're going to see the trend will reverse itself quickly. Yes, exactly. When it happens, it'll happen quickly. Yeah. I don't think it's going to, I don't think the reversal will happen in the next couple of months, uh-huh. but I, it could in the fall. Mid-fall? Yeah. yeah I could have fall. that feeling too. So um, if I were in a position, I'd be thinking about buying now. I'd certainly be thinking about locking into financing now definitely and for as long as you can yeah and yeah. i think that now june through august is if you can not a terrible time to buy something yeah agreed mm-hmm. agreed now you know what's your advice for people in terms of uh you know those that they feel like they bought too high and they're and they're worried about oh no i paid so much for this house now it's only worth x yeah i mean i we, we both had people who bought in january and february mm-hmm. and You know, I say to some extent, I mean, you don't want to be ignorant and knowledge is power, but block it to Uh some extent. Um, You know, you've made a wise decision. There's nothing smarter than buying uh, real estate. And month to month fluctuations are going to occur. And unless you are forced into a situation of having to sell now, I think live your life and it's irrelevant. Believe in the long term Um, advantage of real estate investment and the minor fluctuations, the bumps you're going to hear about on the way. If you financially, you know, don't have to sell and you're in a position just to 
just to live your life, do that. Mm-hmm. Don't get stressed out about it. So you bought in February for 1.4, and now you might be able to get something for 1.2. Two, five, mm-hmm. or three. So what? In five years, when you go to sell, it's going to be worth one point eight. Exactly. Yeah. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't be selling it two months after you bought right, it anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, and I always have that conversation when I meet with buyers to yeah. find out what they think right. their term line, their timeline goals are, because you know yeah. uh, I think uh, buying with a view to selling, you know, quickly is is not smart. Yeah. Because then you can't. Then you are vulnerable to yes. these fluctuations, and and you shouldn't be. So That's my right. people that bought in February, um, they got that, they get that, and um, they wish, you know, in hindsight that you know they were buying now, but. But they know that they're going to be selling for 1.8 in five years. Exactly. So. And I think that's the key because as much as – and people will often mention this to me. Well, prices went down in the 80s or prices went down, but they came right back up. Maybe right. it took a year or two. Right. But we're certainly – Paying right. a lot more for a house now than we were in 1984. Right. So right. why are we worried about I that? I think I've told you before about when my husband and I bought our first house and I lost sleep because we paid 5000 right. more than our budget. <laughs> and then four years later, we sold for like 500000 more. Than exactly. And I thought, oh, I only made four ninety five. Yeah, that's like, right. You know, it's you, so you ridiculous. So yeah. you have to be knowledgeable about what's going on in the market, but you just can't take it it's almost like don't take it too personally you just can't let it affect you on a month-to-month basis because you know the numbers might not be good now but at some point they're going to be good yeah and you're going to still be there and you're going to be holding on to you know in five years that property that's worth maybe one three now is going to be worth one eight, and you you have it. Yeah, you've you've it's made four hundred thousand. That's right. As opposed to someone who didn't buy that, you're paying it down. So are you better off that you had bought that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you didn't couldn't time the market, and you didn't, and you bought when you needed to buy, um, and you're going to do well in the end result. That's exactly. what I say to people. Yeah, I agree, and I think. Um, you know, another thing I wanted to touch on was, is now the right time to buy an investment property? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also something definitely worth considering if that's been on your radar because rental prices are still high. Rentals are crazy right yeah. now. Yeah. And it's hard for people to get places, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one if anyone's looking. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. And look at the, you know, there's a lot, a of, lot of activity. It'll go and uh, he's just biding his time to get the right tenant because right. for good landlords, that's the most important thing. Right. But yeah, um, rentals are, I've heard of busy, um, multiple busy, busy. offers on rentals. Yeah. So I think if you're an investor, you know, think about that. Now, interest rates may be a little bit higher. Uh, however, you know, you might be able to get a bit of a better deal on a place. You get definitely good rent for it. So that may offset what you're paying from uh, an investment, mm-hmm. uh, sort of from an interest rate standpoint. So I would be strongly considering that if mm-hmm. that was on my radar. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, anything else uh, we need to contribute to that? I just kind of really just wanted to give everybody uh, our two cents on what's happening yeah, out I there. Mean, yeah, I thought it was important to, to talk about it because we know you're talking about it. Nobody knows for sure. Our, mm-hmm. our thoughts are still firmly in the value of real estate, um, clearly. Mm-hmm. And we're going through a bit of a transition period, um, heading towards probably a balanced market. I don't think we're there now, but I think we're heading there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, is there anything wrong with the balanced market? No. I think it's a good thing. I think it it would be a nice change for everybody. And it probably won't last long if we get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. And uh, rest assured, we won't be having this conversation in five years from now. We will be talking about how crazy the market is. And so it's 
a very good thing to be one of the people that are in the fray, just like, you know, right. most people are. Right. Just I mean, hop in. don't use this time to consider staying out of the market. Yeah. Like, because in, as I said earlier, in five years, that $1,300, $1.3 million townhouse is going to be one point eight. Absolutely. So There's if no, you're not no in, you're not in. Yeah. So you haven't made any money if you don't yeah. put down some money. Exactly. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, My grandfather always said you have to speculate to accumulate. And that is the best advice ever. Yeah, so true. If you stay out, these people now, I, I guess, who are renting yeah. out of fear or concern about what's going on, right. I think it's the hugest mistake. So do I, because let's just put this in perspective. It's the biggest mistake. If you are paying $3,000 a month in rent, every year you're, you're looking at $36,000 a year. The house or condo that you were considering buying has not dropped $36,000 a year. And so it just it just doesn't make any financial sense, and I don't understand. If you can afford to buy, I don't know why you're not buying, even now. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. I mean, we're clearly biased, but well, it, yeah. the evidence is so clear. Well, it is. It's just a financial mm-hmm. thing for mm-hmm. me. I just... I. I had somebody recently that said to me they're going to get out of the market and rent for a while, and they are paying $3,000 a month. Yeah, and 3000 doesn't get you a lot. No. Um, yeah. And I said, so what, you're going to pay, let me just get this straight. So you're planning to do this for five years, so we're talking about, you know, $170,000 that you're going to spend on rent over and five years? I don't understand. what's housing, uh, happening to the cost right. of what you want to buy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I just recently, uh, admittedly, got out of the real estate market. I no longer own anything, and it's killing me. And uh, for personal reasons, I'm just going to take a little bit of time to think about what I want to do. But I am not going to turn into a renter. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no. That's a, And that's a bit of a different situation because yeah. you just, but that's you're a, kind of forced to do it for a short term. If you're a... You've got no future yeah. if you just throw your money away. No. In my view, it's throwing your money away on rent, it's even at times like this. It's yeah. the wrong decision. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. So, listen, if you have questions about any of this, feel free to reach out because hopefully we can help you make some decisions, point you in the right direction. Um, anyway, that's what we're here for. Yeah, it's, I think it's um, more important than ever to uh, work with professionals in all your financial areas, including your housing decisions, who are informed and open and honest and Mm -hmm. realistic. And uh, it's more than ever that who you work with matters in all your affairs. Absolutely. Excellent. Okay, guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And, uh, of course, again, as I mentioned, if you have questions, just reach out. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.